0: Free Range American Podcast, presented by
1: BlackRifleCoffee.com.
0: Evan, did I show you what I bought?
1: No.
2: Is,
3: is it, it an American flag? Is, it, is this is this how we're kicking this off? Did I show you what I
0: bought? Oh, are we just going to go for it? I think we should. Uh, I mean, why not? You know, it's it's a VTC podcast today. It's going to be great. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Here you go, Evan. This is going to make you really happy.
1: Is that a Centaur?
0: That's a twenty millimeter rifle, and I bought one because Ooh. because America.
1: Cannon.
3: That is a cannon. It <laughs> I is.
1: thought it, from this screen it looked like one of those Indian guitars that they would like stand. Oh, yeah, do. Yeah,
3: do.
1: It's a centaur. Yes, yeah, is, is that what it's called? A
3: centaur? It's a centaur. No, centaur. It's s i n t a r. Got it. it. It's a um,
0: magazine-fed twenty millimeter bolt action, and it weighs about a hundred pounds. So I'm gonna see if I can shoulder fire it as I yeah, should, yeah. naturally. As Jared fixes his hair on, hey! Uh, come on,
3: I'm trying to look presentable for the show.
0: That's impossible. Damn it! You have to go to the gym to do that.
3: Oh, oh God! Hit no, fired those before have You fire my yeah. Memory? He's hip fired a uh, twenty millimeter.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hip fired a twenty millimeter. For I want to be able to get it. That's my whole gym routine right now. Is how do I get fit enough to shoulder fire a twenty <laughs> millimeter? I feel like you need goals in life, and that's a great goal
1: to have. That is. That's a great goal. Who's So did we start this thing? Is this yeah, like yeah, yeah. Part? Is it this a no hot Is a hot, this is a heart, hot start? Or, are we yeah, gonna start, hot, or this hot. is this a cold start? Cold start. That's what that would be. Cold start. Cold open. A cold open. Okay, cold open. I love it. Hey, it's great to see you guys, man. It yeah, really is. It is. Yeah.
0: Wow. I like That's, your hat. It's one of my favorite hats. And you put it on a, it's the um, kind of uh, the green one with the yellow badge that you always have. And you put it on a, is that a blue or black hat? I'm feeling that. I want that.
1: It's blue. Oh,
0: mm,
3: that pure um, navy right there
1: yeah I calling it the the I'm calling it the navy the the Navy hat because it's blue with the yellow yeah. and uh, i'm I'm super happy with it Brian literally just walked up from the sew shop where we sewed the patches on and and handed this to me with a stack of other options for the keystone line so mm, keystone. I'm pretty impressed yeah I'm pretty impressed with what the the guys put together down there Let's just like not kick it out
0: with with off with an advert cuz I can't speak today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, a good way of saying, we just launched the Sticker Club in Black Rifle Coffee and I am a loyal customer of our own Sticker Club. I, I picked your customer service today to check the quality assurance on how fast they respond. Within 5 minutes of pinging them, they updated my account. It's just classy wow. stuff. We got a great
3: I, That was like literally on my schedule tonight at about 11:30. I was going to sticker my flight helmet. Oh yeah, because
1: you've been doing the, uh, what, explain what you've been doing because you've explained it to me a couple of times. It's really interesting. Okay. I'm not just saying that. It's super interesting because what is it? The wet boys that you yeah, have? Yeah. So,
3: <laughs> so yeah, and it got more interesting today, which you'll appreciate being a comms guy is, uh, I found that there is, there's a community of, 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 uh, You know, sim, simulator guys on the, on the, (laughs) okay. Yeah. yeah. There's
1: a community of men online, Jared, that would be very interested in talking to you.
3: And they, yes, they fly flight simulators and we use one called. DCS. Well, there is a virtual Thunderbirds. There is a virtual um, Blue Angels. Well, we decided we weren't going to emulate anybody. And we we created the 15th Aerial Demo Squadron, the Wet Boys. And uh, we have our own aircraft, our own patches. We have our own server. And then today we got a new patch for the game itself so we can all talk through the radios in the aircraft. So we have to program our own frequencies and, and speak.
0: <laughs> Evan, I love this. You'll love this. Jared is so resourceful, and he always uses it for the weirdest, most obscure things. Yeah. He contacted pretty much one of the lead designers of the game and got them to build his own custom skin in the game. <laughs>
3: what? That's, that's, that's I what have my doing. own jets. <laughs> what? Yeah, I have my own jets. What do they look like? I'm about to show you. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's
0: yellow. It's disgusting. I no, mean. It,
3: not it looks good. My name is on the
1: jet. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like a okay, picture. that's that's cool. I, I, I'm 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 game with that man. Like Jared having your own skin, <laughs> flying. Like i j I'm just glad I'm just glad that you're doing something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, keeping keeping kids off the streets, keeping them out of the white claws. You know, just, just white claws and YouTube was was was
3: was not good at at, at the late hours of the night. Well, the positive no.
0: impact of that is that he is becoming a far better pilot because the sim is just like a real plane. So if we're ever in a plane together and it's about to go down, we have a very high success rate of Jared taking over the plane and flying it. The pilot goes. Down.
1: He's he's gonna have to. Well, the, the the thing that I run into is you're gonna have to be good because. I've never been on a plane with Jared where he hasn't at least put 10 back. So you're going to have to be able to <laughs> well, fly this thing.
0: He, he gets drunk while he streams in the middle of the okay. night. And so he, he's, he's already practicing yep. drunk flying. So it, it's going to yeah, be. But, but like,
3: like, like the things that we practice is like, I will go straight up to 30,000 feet in the air, put myself in a flat spin. And then the guys try and knock me out of it by hitting me. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Train as you fight. That Jared yeah, yeah, just took know? that and said, "Train as, you fight. Train as
2: right. you fight." I was talking to Preston though, who is a former F eighteen pilot, and he's like, "Dude, it's it's the same thing. Outside of like the some of the buttons that he had with his yeah, you know, once he got used thing. to it,
3: like he was like Oh 'Oh, I'm in the jet.' Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I was and like, he taught he actually taught us uh, how to how to form up." So before he came over, we did, we were just, just mashing the throttle, trying to match speed. He came over. He's like, check it out. You put the wing here. You put it on the head of there, of, of the guy next to you in the cockpit. And then right as he explained it, we were able to do it.
1: Wow. Okay. Like that's, you know, respect. I, I, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing that that's what you're doing. <sighs> and Mattson, you're doing, you've been doing what? Was all oh, of duty, no.
0: right? Yeah. Been doing the Warzone thing about three times a week. It's good, Which, though. He's We're now getting a- so
3: good, like he's going to become a competitive gamer.
0: <laughs> That's okay. We're building out the uh, BRCC gaming team. We yeah. built today a whole Discord channel, so we have a private community that anybody that subs across any of the channels of Black Rifle will have an ability to go into a chat room and hang out. We have moderators, so it's going to be really fun.
1: Man, I I, I got to try to figure this stuff out. I haven't played a video game I don't think that I played a video game since probably 2015, 14. I don't know. Whenever my last deployment was because, you know, we always had an Xbox sitting in one of the rooms out there. So I, I, I I think I've got the
3: perfect game for you though, Evan. It's called farm simulator, 2020. That sounds boring as as shit. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds just boring as shit. Yeah. But you would be like freakishly good at it somehow.
1: I don't think so. I don't think I would make a good farmer whatsoever. I, I'm too impatient to watch, you know, to go out and water the plants and do you the gotta plow, you
3: gotta plow the food. You, you gotta, you gotta simulate plowing the field.
0: Evan needs yeah. to play like a conquer game where he goes and steals farms it's, from people. It's tactics, yeah. That, you know that he'd be good at that one.
1: I I don't know. I I like I like the instant gratification games where you just the the my favorite game that we used to play was um, Grand Theft you remember the zombie no the, the 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 Nazi zombie game yeah. which one was that that you was Call of Duty that oh yeah that was the one of the Call of Duty ones yeah because you could just there really wasn't a big plot to it I get bored within minutes typically because you just need to go get it on you know what I mean and just go get it on a lot. And then those games keep my attention for extended periods of time. But anything where you have to have a plot and you have to know yeah. the characters and all this other bullshit, I, I do not have the patience for it. I can't do it. Well, in uh,
3: this October, the new VR headset comes out that's twice the old resolution and it has a ton of new features. So I'm really interested to see what that is like because that's I'm gonna switch over to the to the flight <laughs> sim to the VR in October. Are well, you I, you know
2: what Evan would like though is that <clears throat> that rally sim because that thing was awesome. I don't know
3: what happened to that machine. You and I broke it, it like, the first 10 minutes it was operating.
1: Yeah. All right. well, what about get, you, Logan? Are you into games? Are you, are gaming? What, what's the, what's the lingo? Give me the lingo. Gaming? Guys, like the game?
0: That's fine.
2: Gamers? Uh, no, not yet. I, I want to get on the, the Warzone uh, train, but I gotta.
0: Well, the cool part about it, it's like at night for me, it's like when it hits 8 p.m. I could either just go watch a show and sit in bed and mess around my iPad and come with ideas, or you get to engage with a community that's already pre-existing through Black Rifle Coffee. And then the feedback loop has been the coolest aspect of all of this for me because it's a direct conversation between us and a lot of our customers, right? And they're they're giving feedback. Just got RTD. I love the mocha and all this. It's just it's really cool to interact on a more personal level because the other platforms that we have are so large you can't sift through, you know. 20,000 comments where here it's a little smaller. So it's been a cool. And it's free.
3: Like anybody, like once you get on a schedule, you know, we're on a set schedule now. So we're uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays at 9 PM. So it's like once it's like going live every night and anybody that wants to pop in and ask a question or say something or anything they can.
0: I'm more involved with this 20 millimeter that I bought. And I want to (laughs) see how far Sniper Logan can push this thing. If we can hit out into a mile with this. I have no clue on the ballistics of it, but we should try.
2: I mean, a mile is probably easy with that thing. Evan, how far does that range at Deseret push to?
1: We have a mile and a half, easy. mile and a half, yeah. If not more. I mean, we've we've got as much as we want to be quite – ridge to ridge. Jeez. I think we should try no. and beat
2: the the Canadian sniper record with that
1: thing. Oh I don't, I don't know. even know what
2: that record is. I don't is. even
3: know if you could with that round. It's too big. Big. Why did you say it like that? I, I don't, don't know.
2: If, I want to say it's my ears 200 yards.
0: No, wow. I don't know. You would, I I bet the ballistics can't be that good on it. I have not researched it at all. I just saw it and I was like, ooh, gun porn, I'm buying it. I need it. And then I'll replace the fifty cal behind me with it.
1: So funny story is we're we're going to be co-sponsoring an event, uh, a PRS match in July and how we got connected in on that was my neighbor owns, uh, 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 I guess you'd call it custom brass manufacturing. It's called alpha munitions. So we moved into this house and I was like, Oh man, I, my neighbors are going to instantly hate me. You know, it's just normal. It's just like, you just consider your, your neighbors just to write you off because I'm, you know, the black rifle asshole, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, then he comes over he's like, Oh, Hey man, what's up? (laughs) You, you have a black rifle coffee, right? And it's like, yeah. So we started talking and now we've been able to go out. I've checked his facility out. Super cool. But we're co-sponsoring this event in July and it's all a bunch of long distance shooting we've got a stage in that event so we're bringing out uh, um who's who's coming out for that with us jt it's uh, matt right uh now we have a few we have a few people coming out let me see they're just i got to yeah. look at our our list so we have we have a couple guys coming out they're going to shoot in it we get to shoot in a stage and we get to build the stage. So I have an epic plan for that yeah. stage. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be invited back, but it's, we have a great plan for that stage. Ryan Hay. It's super is fun. Yeah, Ryan. Our, that's
3: right. Our shooter for the competition is Ryan
1: Hay. Ryan Hay, Paul Tobias is coming out. He's going to shoot. Oh, Toby's going us. to be there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, love Toby. Dude, it's going to be so much fun. We're going up there. We're going to serve coffee. There's only a couple hundred shooters out there. We're going to serve coffee watch a bunch of guys shoot long distance and it's going to be a ton of fun and up in the mountains of utah in july obviously it's beautiful so i i'm I'm really excited to for that whole thing to come to fruition because the the stage is going to be epic and like i said we might not be invited back no the uh, the giggles in your voice that's my favorite when you're like "Ah."
3: what's the idea no we can't say it's a surprise it's a surprise it's a surprise stage. Yeah. You'll see when it's all said and done. Yeah. Logan, you owe me. I know, I know what the idea is. He's it's hard, hard to miss.
2: To, I want to communicate that to the audience because it's hilarious.
1: It is hilarious, but it's we got to wait. We got to wait. Yeah, we got to wait. I don't, wait. I don't even know it. what
0: the idea is. Logan, you owe me a, a date up at the ranch to, to do some long range with me because I've we had
3: one for, and you didn't oh. show up.
0: Yeah, you were there. I just, I don't know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can get out to uh, 1150 now out at the ranch. So we got some decent distance out there.
0: I am in because everybody always asks me if I'm like a long-range shooter, and you know, as like an assaulter guy in Ranger Battalion, literally, I only shot 300 yards and in. That was it. I never touched a sniper rifle in Battalion, nor the agency. It was all close-quarter stuff. So I'm I'm fairly proficient at that obviously, but long range I'm, I'm a nobody.
3: It's fun though. It gets addicting. It's the only, it's the only time in my life when math was enjoyable. Yeah.
2: Math and uh, explosive <laughs> breaching. That's the only other time I've had fun doing math. <laughs>
3: That's <true. Yeah>. and, <laughs> Working
0: out in an explosive way is is super fun. And then if you don't know the formula, you just go P for plenty and P you get plenty. everybody TBIs. Yep. It's, it's cool.
3: That's fine. It's fine. Everybody's going to be fine. So uh, Space Force launched the other day. Yeah? <laughs> SpaceX? Space Force. I'm sorry?
2: Both Space X and Space Force. Yeah. Were the they, movie, they,
3: right? The, no. Yeah. I, I thought we are talking about the, the, the NASA guys.
2: Did you guys
0: watch that, the launch? <laughs> yeah. That was so badass. Yeah.
1: I I had a, I had a playing with my kids I was I had my with like both my girls on my lap and I was I had the phone up cuz we drove up in the mountains and we were sitting on a ridge line watching the the rocket go off and it was it was pretty cool it's like a, my kids were completely enthralled with the event they thought it was really cool I I I only watched the last I had my timer set for the like the last 5 minutes so pulled the phone up the kids thought it was epic um it's it's a it's such a interesting time in history, it really is not to sound too weird about it, but you know the first company to send astronauts into space, what an incredible time to be alive where we're watching you know guys like Elon Musk build these companies to the point where they can even em- embark on these endeavors it's it it's to me it's it's mind blowing because I look at this stuff and'm going man that's that's one how much money do you have to make in order to, you know, have your own space program. That's just <laughs> unimaginable. And oh, then two, okay. you have your own space program. You have your own space program.
0: <laughs> well, if you if you look at the interview, there's a really good one between NASA and SpaceX. It was Elon Musk and whoever the gentleman representing NASA was. But it was really cool to see how kind of the private entities were supporting the government so much because there yeah. wasn't this red tape. And so they were able to test things far cheaper than uh, NASA which led to like this really quick progression into where we're at today with SpaceX.
1: Yeah, that was, like, that was a constant thought for me, which is working for the government, there are things that the government does uniquely well and large scale, complex, very expensive programs typically have to be government programs just because of that, right? They have to pull in the resources and get the money. It's just not scalable for a company to do that. So the thought that I kept having was, how more effective has this been or how much more effective has this been in just being able to eliminate the red tape to move through this process and then get things justified to implement because they just work better? Versus going through twelve different layers of command structure and people that have, you know, personal interests and Rice Bowl politics and all these other weird things that go on. It's it's a company, so they're going. Now we're going to make the best choice for this. I think that that was probably that was probably truth when NASA had its its its, its origins when we look at the nineteen. Well, I guess. Truly, it started in the the fifties, then it developed into the sixties and seventies. But I think that was very effective then. I think there was less bureaucracy, government red tape, and contracts. Maybe I'm just throwing a it was more bullshit it was theory more of a out. Focus, though, it was a
3: priority, and that's that's obviously going to push things across the line a lot easier, right? You know, we were we were a major priority, racing to the moon.
2: Yeah. And then you had that competition factor as well with Russia getting in space just a little bit before us. It was like, oh no, this is, it's leading edge. And if if we're, you know, if we're the greatest country in the world, we got to be doing this thing. So it was like, it, feel, it felt like looking back on it was this communal thing. It's super disappointing that that isn't the case over the weekend, you know?
0: And you got to give it to SpaceX, dude. Those uniforms that they're we- wearing, their suits, looked cool as fuck. Like, if I saw that at eight years old, I'd be like, I want to be an astronaut. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's what I was thinking with my girls. I was like, man, I hope you guys are, like, burning this in, going, man, I want to be an astronaut. How cool would that be? Your, your kids, watching your kids, like, take a rocket into space, but, uh, probably a little like,
0: terrifying too, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would imagine. I I don't know. I can't imagine what it would have been like for our parents to watch us go to war. They were probably terrified. I would much rather see my kids go to space than go to in, war in
3: an, in an Elon Musk rocket than a government rocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, because they actually pushed the launch because they didn't like the conditions.
0: Right is that true what they said when um the the fuel system or whatever was landing and it lands back on the ship that the broadcast cut off right there when it landed? That's what people were saying because they didn't want to give the secret away of how it actually works or something. I don't know if that's tin hat stuff, but I saw uh,
2: the previous times. launches that I've seen it the feed generally cuts out every time, really, yeah.
0: I wonder if there's some weird shit that they don't want to give away to the general public, which rightfully so you don't want yeah, that's rightfully to so. other countries. Well,
1: I, I I was thinking about that too. And I think that that's actually the most, the most um, statistically that's the, the highest rate of failure in those situations as well as right there. So there's two theories that I think I was working with, which is they're either hiding proprietary information or they don't, it show, because they don't want to show, they don't want to show a, a catastrophe, because they don't want the negative press associated with that on a live feed that's streamed out. Um, Mm. So I I could see it both ways. Uh, Maybe it's a combination of the both. I'm not sure. Do
0: you think it's terrifying to be launched up into space like that, or you just come to terms with if it blows up, you're going to die really quick and it's whatever? Because, I mean, every second of that launch, you just got to be like, well, it could all get vaporized in milliseconds.
1: Yeah. I think it's probably the same, like, you know, how many... It's like flying, you know? How how many entries have you done? Very true. Right? It's It's calculated risk
0: at that point. You're confident in your skill sets and and the technology you have, I presume.
2: I feel like it's almost better because you have a guarantee of a quick death. Yeah. You're strapped to how many gallons of rocket fuel? Like, if that thing
1: goes, you're going to go quick too, so... Yeah. And if you don't, the ride post that would uh, be pretty yeah. exhilarating yeah. like holy shit holy shit no parachute man yeah. like, did we is- just figure out the best way to die i, I think so <laughs> yes, I think and, it, and yes. it's yes. not getting that's eaten by a I'm for that right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> far better than the bear thing evan came up with a couple episodes ago Dude, one of those uh, astronauts is a badass man he's a former marine and fighter pilot dude that's this is so, the first guy I, to
3: fly yeah. the f-18f model
0: yeah, man. Cheers to them. They're badass motherfuckers, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Way to represent America. Now, Astro, I think Astro
3: Doug. Wow. Really? Astro Doug, that's what he goes by? That's his Instagram handle, yeah. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think while some of these companies are focused on creating their own space program, this is a chance for us to start our own Navy.
0: What? Us? Like a Black Rifle Navy?
3: Yes. We need a battleship
0: and a submarine. Sounds expensive. We can we can cut budget and go canoes and
3: kayaks. Yeah. Fine. I'll, I, can I can I graphics wrap him? Yes.
1: We can call it Commando Navy. Yeah, and then as long it as it's not that yellow. And then I'm Jared,
0: sorry. we'll film with hot Navy seals to paddle him around. So you have, yeah.
3: Ideas. There's just shirtless
1: seals just paddling me. Yeah, as, as I'm eating cheese. Cheese. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> question for you guys: Do you guys believe that we landed on the moon?
3: yeah I'm 50 50 I'm 50 okay. 50. I do Alex Jones said we did yeah, I do and I do. his and his explanation was the best I've ever heard what's it, his, what's his what's take it? on it? he said he said we absolutely we absolutely recorded the faking of it because we didn't think that they would survive coming right. back so he was like we were we were prepared in case they didn't come back we were going to pretend that they did. And be like, yay, look at us, propaganda. But he was like, it actually worked. And they, were, and they were like, well, fuck. So that's why like, you see all this stuff leaked. That's like, wait, they built these sets and they had they, they, these movie sets where the moon was at. Like, yeah, he was like, they did because we didn't think that they'd survive the trip, but they mm. did. Mm.
2: That's why are you 50 50, what's the 50 doubt?
0: I don't know. There's pretty substantial information. I'm just being the counter-argument guy. I actually am not too educated on the situation, but they did have sets built, and I don't know. I would, I would really like to think that we did, you know, because America's prowess just, you know, rammed a nice dildo into the moon, and that's pretty epic, especially all the way back then.
1: Yeah, that it. it's unimaginable to me. the The technology that they had during that time and what they were able to do with it, like, is to me if they did, which I, I'm, I'm probably 70, 30. They did. Uh, I, I think that that's the Alex Jones theory is, uh, that's been thrown out quite a few times by quite a few different people. And it's, it's, it's pretty solid because I think that that's exactly what they would do. They would say, yeah, we landed and you know, they'd have to do some other story. Like they, they crashed coming in or something like that to cover up, the the other things that were involved in that i think the strongest argument that i've heard was they the radiation the strongest yeah. argument that i've heard is that the radiation that they would have to absorb would be fatal because of where they were flying and what they were flying in going out to the moon and back so that's the 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 strongest counter argument that i've heard is that they would have to absorb too much radiation. No. Now, we have no idea what the technology implemented into that spacecraft was, nor do I think that it's been declassified in order to to, to fight against I mean, that. we that know that wrong.
3: the computing power of that entire aircraft system could fit on a floppy disk. Right.
0: I just love the kind of stratification of humanity where, you know, we have people eating Tide Pods, and then we just launched a rocket right. to go into orbit and then land on a fucking space station. It's like the difference of where certain aspects of humanity are, are quite hilarious to me to think that yeah. people are going to eat iPods for whatever reason. Yeah. Some people doing the Tide Pod we challenge. Have a spa- and then we have a fucking space station. Other people's challenges
3: are, through. I want to go there.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> That's the difference of the go-getters, I presume.
3: Well, here's, here's, here's an interesting, an interesting one for you is when we do go back to the moon, we will be going back with 8K cameras, which has mm. never been right. – we've never seen high-definition moon footage. Yeah. And I want to see that. Evan, I, do you have any good
0: Cosmos, uh, like Netflix stuff going on? Because I think I've watched all of the ones. But, I mean, it's, it's fascinating to me when even discoveries on Mars and how a lot of the valleys were actually like water back in the day and they're right. over now, and you're like,
3: dude –
0: Oh
1: yeah. I, I think I've, uh, Carl Sagan did a whole series. I think the older ones with him were really good. And then obviously Neil deGrasse Ty- Tyson took that over. Yeah. But those uh, are like 2008.
0: Really, I want the new yeah. shit. Yeah. The new ones like new. Yeah, and
1: I I really, there's, there's been a few documentaries that have come out. I've, I think I've seen just about anything that's come up on either Amazon or Netflix, nothing revolutionary but I did see one recently that was really good because it was it was something like 6 or 8 hours of actual footage. So they had all this footage that they had condensed down which still 8 hours of footage from that entire timeline. Um so you have to you have to you have to watch it obviously in multiple sessions and the original footage is really interesting in the story of the space program, the astronauts, their, their, their success, their failures, like how many astronauts died in the program. And then they, 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 they looked at the, the, you know, the Soviets, their space program. They looked at our space program. They looked at the success and the failures of both these programs. They did kind of a comparative analysis. I can't remember whether it was on Amazon or Netflix, just look at the longest one you can find. And, uh, I, I think the the original footage stuff, where it's just not ten or fifteen second snippets with a bunch of narration, that stuff I can't get into it as much as I can. If there's a long story, lots of cool footage, just looking at their equipment and all this <laughs> this these elaborate switch switchboards, yeah, to your just, point that. We could Huge. condense down to just, you know, the iPad and their entire control panel, <laughs> their entire control system. They had layers, like stadium seating with these guys in it, and they're all smoking. And it's just so <laughs> fucking cool, man. It's it's just so cool to look at that stuff. And it excites me because that was how long ago? sixty. Yeah, sixty years
3: ago. I, I mean, it was even your, your pointed that is even funny. The other day, I rewatched Top Gun, and something I noticed right away is they're they're in the class the first day, and there's guys smoking in class. Could you imagine yeah. being a student in a military class, and you're just sitting in your seats day one having a
1: smoke? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just got to Google it, but I mean, same thing. I mean, the iPhone, the first iPhone came out in 2007. So that's only 13 years ago have we had technically smartphones. Wild.
1: And, and now it's such a part of our technology. It's, oh, it's, it's a
0: supercomputer. It, it's changed everything. I mean, think about the way you like live your life. You're, that phone is an extension of yourself at this point. I mean, I'd venture to say 90% of people that have phones, they're on them at all times everywhere.
1: I I at least Americans, right? I yeah, I don't know well, I'm the people, developing world wouldn't, but yeah. Well, no, that's why
0: 90% of people 90% <laughs> of people that own phones, okay. I'm yeah. not saying some No, I am definitely not. I'm
1: I'm not even trying to shoot holes in it. I'm just saying like that even within the developing world when you look at the smartphone typically is the only form of technology in the household, so there might even be more usage depending on where you go. And when Logan and I were in Guatemala or when we were in Afghanistan, like those guys are on their phones more than I, I I carried a phone for emergency purposes. I mean, have you seen me texting
3: people? Have you seen all the YouTube channels of people in the rainforest that just build this elaborate shit with a machete? Yeah, it's badass. They're, they're, it's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah. I can you watch. Call, <laughs> call down that YouTube rabbit hole yeah. because that one, when they, have you guys seen the, have you guys seen the videos where the dude builds almost a Shangri La in the middle dude, of the a jungle man. and yeah. like carves yeah. it out yeah. of
2: the, he's got a little bamboo loft with his pool and he
3: can jump from his well he's, he's got, he's got fire. Bucket. Like, he, yeah, he's got his bed. He's got every, I've seen him, I've seen him build everything.
1: Like, yeah. Oh, so you've done, you've gone down that rabbit hole. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
3: There's, there's, it takes you for about a twelve hour journey. Yeah, you like you've gone down the weirdest is, uh, rabbit hole, Jared. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That YouTube channel is uh, primitive technologies, where that guy like. Does these elaborate how tos on everything you can think of? And-
3: yeah, I mean, I found I went down a Twitch rabbit hole the other day. I found a Twitch channel where all the person does is starts out with a giant table full of glassware and then they just break it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I checked back in on him today. He had a, he had all fine china. <laughs> <laughs> i found a Twitch channel that's dedicated to old Russian music. And then I found one where this girl only wears garbage bags. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. I, mean, I, was, I, 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 I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this while you were talking. I was like, and then I instantly retracted the thought because it was a conversation I was having where I was like, man, it would be really interesting to see what kind of rabbit holes Jared's gone down. And then I instantly retracted it because I was like, whoa, because if, if you had the means in order to get into the dark web, I think you would be watching some really, really – I don't like, like that stuff i don't i'm not saying like weird shit i'm saying like you would be crawling down some weird shit like watching like self-mutilation stuff or something You'd be like yeah this I, is I don't interesting know if i like that i don't I'm, know i i think you're 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 prone to going down to some weird rabbit holes for watching behaviors that is true i could be wrong i don't know but that I'm just, is true how do they break
0: the fine china is like every time it's a different no 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 like it's like imagine
1: <laughs> no 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 imagine
3: like Uh, A waiter's cart. He has a waiter's cart with a a white tablecloth on it, and it's full of different dishes like the salad dishes to big plates to the square serving plates. And then he his head is not on camera. He just grabs a plate and goes, boom, and then like does it keeps going. And like chat is going off and then he just. How many sh- viewers does this guy have? Uh, he had like 1600 today. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the world is fucking insane. Well, that's, that's what it I, is. We were joking, Evan, about starting a YouTube channel with me and Eli where Eli just like, like. Creates a giant knot and then I, like like essentially <laughs> takes six hundred feet of five fifty cord and attaches it to a drill and just fucks it up and then I just sit there on camera trying to untangle the knot. <laughs> I feel like I'd
0: like this is so stupid and then two yeah. hours and that's like is he gonna yeah. fucking get the knot?
1: Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> constantly playing in the background? Is this guy gonna get this knot or <laughs> not? It's like <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's God. a
3: nine hour continuous video yeah. to the same <laughs> elevator music while. I'm just undoing this 550 chord. You have to
0: score the end when you get the not completely done to like super central music and just be like pulling the rope.
3: No, as soon as it's out, it literally I just just get out of my seat and leave and it ends. (laughs) (laughs) There's no climax at all. It's just like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'll do another one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow I'm doing Christmas
1: lights.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fly fishing pole the next day. Have fun with that.
1: Your telephone cords, five fifty cord, fish like all of that stuff would be. It, it, I don't know if it'd be interesting to watch, but it, I mean, I could see you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's yeah. up? Are we, we going to talk about what's going on in the world? Are we gonna, are we, gonna, are we gonna hit that one? Oh, uh, uh, I mean, if you
0: want, but it is though. It's it's crazy oof. out there right
3: now, man.
1: Crazy. Yeah. Does anybody even know? That's
3: yeah. the real question. Does anybody know?
1: I kind of tuned it out, to be honest with you. I, uh, you know, I not that I, I, you know, I just kind of tuned it out. It's just the the internet just seems like a wasteland of negativity right now. And obviously there's some tragic things that have happened. But, and this, this, the internet's a fucking horribly negative place right now that I just kind of limit my time. Wasteland right now. I got so much other shit that I'm doing in the company where yeah. it's like the internet gets to that point for me where I'm just, uh, I just got to check out. I, just yeah, I, check I feel out like moon, some
0: people it. will give me heat for that, but that's what I've said. I'm just like, it's not like I'm just letting bad things happen in the world, but you know, change starts with the individual. And if we change ourselves for the better and then the culture and of the friends around us, that, that to me is true change. Not, you know, posting on social media about how I'm not a racist. Like all my friends know that I'm not a racist. I don't need to go prove for self-affirmation reasons that, I support equality. Of course I support mm-hmm. equality. That's fucking why I'm an American and why I went to war for nearly 10 years was because I believe in individual rights and freedoms. And I don't know, I, I, that kind of rubs me the wrong way when people get this, this there's a, do you guys see that video today? It's fucking terrible, but hilarious in the same, right? There's this guy that's um, putting boards on a window that from rioters, yeah. not protesters, but people actually creating destruction. Right. And, uh, this girl gets out of her fucking BMW, walks over, asks the dude for the drill, starts drilling, takes an Instagram photo and goes, thanks, hands it back. And they get into their fucking, you know, $90,000 car and drive off. And, and like that right there is the problem to me. It's like, so they're going to post it on Instagram or whatever and be like, look what I did. Help building the rebuilding oh. the community. And you're like, go fuck yourself, bitch. Evan, Who knows you, it was a prank, but it was just like, yeah, well.
3: yeah, that was. But you don't know what happened yesterday. I forgot to tell you. Uh, They, a bunch of people started massing in my aunt and uncle's neighborhood. Like, and they, a tweet was going out that, hey, we're going into Lake Folsom. We're going into these neighborhoods. And so all these cars started pouring in. They called me freaking out. And I'm like, giving my uncle tactics advice. Like, hey, get to the second floor, put a couch against the window, get all your stuff, you know. Kind of set up there, and and then finally, I I I hit up Drinking Bro, Southern California, and within 15 minutes, we had five ex-marines over there uh, hanging out with my aunt and uncle, and 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 yeah, the sheriff showed up about two hours later, and they were moving into the residential area. Well, you need to
0: be more specific on that tweet. The tweet was essentially kill. I think white people or whatever, they, they were yeah. there inside. Let's go to the rich to neighborhoods. Yeah. the yeah. murder, yeah. murder people essentially. And it was like, whoa. Bro. But
3: this, this comes into really what, what we're being attacked with right now is an IO campaign. And we don't know where it's coming from. It could be yeah. coming from another country. It could be coming from an enemy. It could be coming from, from somebody within. This is an information
1: war that we're in right now. Well, it's never been easier to spread. Uh, false information than it is today. Right. It's never been more effective to kind of mass propagate negative information and false information. And the, the exploitation of these, you know, violent roving gangs that are just causing destruction, like the civil protest is, you know, that's, that's guaranteed with, with your, you know, your American status. Right. And that's something that I think we should all believe in. Something I believe in. I think everybody believes in, you know, equal rights for everybody there. That's really, we don't even have to justify or argue it because it's a, it's a, you know, when you say if, you know, you're, you're, it's un-American to be, uh, to be prejudiced. It is. It's un-American to be prejudiced, right? People perform on their own fruition and build what they can from their own lives. Like that's the right to our own civil liberties. It's the right to, you know, freedom and happiness, right? This is what it's guaranteed to us. The problem is is when people are destroying businesses in their communities and looting and causing, you know, violence towards people that were unaffiliated to the event and that becomes a st- that becomes a real issue because now you're just being a terrorist. That's all you're being. Yeah. Instead of having a protest, exercising your, your right as an American, something that's obviously horrific and unjustified, but that's what the legal system is for too, where he was arrested, he was charged with murder, like he's going to have a trial, like all of those things, like that's the way the system works. It doesn't give you the right to go through a brick through your yeah, local business. That's crazy. At what? At one point in time, did you know? Especially Salt Lake, we had riots here, and I couldn't help but think that how did the 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 local you know fish There's, market have yeah, anything to do process. with this? And why are you throwing yeah. bricks through their windows and burning their cars? <laughs> these people immigrated here four years ago and they opened up a business
0: well that's i think that's part of the problem right i think that, that the majority of people are peacefully protesting exercising their constitutional yeah. rights and then you have the opportunists that are kind of uh, underlying mm-hmm. in those protests and using it to self-benefit and act in criminal intentions and And that's the problem because then you're going to bucket the protest to be criminal, whether or not you can't, you know, inhibit constitutional rights. So it's, 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 that's the problem. It's like people are, can be evil and they're opportunists and they'll take, they'll take whatever they can, whenever they can. It's, it's, it's more than unfortunate. I don't know. And there's not
3: really, yeah. I mean, the, the consequence isn't there or they don't see the consequence at all. So it's like some, we have to do something that, that, Deters people from saying, Hey, you can protest all you want. And there were many cities that did. What was it? Flint, yeah. Michigan did just fine. Like, everybody yeah, there was that one up.
0: video of the, I'm sure you guys saw, and I don't, I, I didn't, again, yeah. I've been on social media, but the sheriff was like, I'll protest with you. Took off his helmet, hung out with them, and he walked down the street with the, with the protesters. And I was like, How amazing. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what a way to like but- show that, you know, most police officers are, are just, great humans and normal people and we can help citizens. That's what they're there to serve communities and you're going to have bad apples. And if, if they're criminal, then you charge them and you put them through the legal system and we yeah. be, make them. Pay. If, you,
3: if you set a fire, if you throw a brick, I mean, that's terrorism at that point. Okay. Boom. See ya out.
2: Well, yeah. One of the, the really awful, interesting things of this is, is that whole brick thing. Like, I saw multiple videos of pallets of bricks that were dropped into these areas. Maybe they were there for construction, but in addition to that um, we've got a couple national guard buddies up in Minnesota and like they had neighborhood watch uh, reports of huge dumps of kerosene that were like just sitting at the end of the street. So it's like, where is this stuff
3: coming from? I tell you, I owe like this information fucking war that we're in. Cause John, uh, John Burke, like they, they physically put hands on this pallet of bricks that was, that was dropped off in Dallas. They, they called, you know, they, they called the place that supposedly shipped them. They said, Oh, the homeowners association ordered these. And then they called the homeowners association. Homeowners association was like, no, we didn't, we didn't order those bricks.
1: Wow. Yeah. It, it's mind, it's, it's, it's truly mind boggling. We're being attacked. Yeah. The, the amount of chaos that is happening in the United States right now with, you know, obviously with Antifa being classified as a terrorist organization, what their objectives are, because they're not just innocent bystanders that are, that are attaching themselves to protests. They are there to cause violence. They're there to cause chaos. Uh It's it's, it's really troubling to me. And really it's, it, it's painful. It's painful to watch the American public shred themselves and people having to, you know, choose these sides based on social media posts and all these other weird things that people are getting into these long, elaborate, you know, conversations that are really just fucking negative. Like nobody can really justify the 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 murder of any human that's what murder is and that's why it's illegal right and but going out and pulling people out of their cars and you know beating them with fucking boards and throwing bricks through windows that has nothing to do with the circumstance that's just you're causing anarchy for anarchy's sake you know that that video of and one of my buddies From Seattle, of the guy taking the rifle out of the car and then shooting. Yeah, we talked to him today. What the fuck is broken in that person's head where they think that's justifiable by any stretch of the imagination? And now you're taking away from the protest, you're taking away from the message from yeah. the legitimate good message that people are trying to set and establish a precedent that this is not okay in a legitimate nonviolent way, the way that Americans should do it. And now you're going to go out and break the windows out of a cop car, destroy a bunch of public property that taxpayers have to replace ultimately, oh, you're pulling and it backwards, jeopardize people's lives. Like that person should be put in jail. You know, and the other thing that these these guys don't understand, and they're going to wake up for this rude awakening. Like when you're classified as a terrorist organization, now you're hunted.
3: <laughs> and
1: you're hunted by men that have fucking killed men and lots of them. The, the thing that these guys, I think they need to fucking wake up, and they will. They're going to wake up, and they're going to understand really quick. When they're fucking cozy-posy in their fucking parents' basement, sleeping and they've been out doing a bunch of fucking chaotic bullshit and they joined a bullshit organization, they're going to find their fucking face at the edge of a flashlight in an MP7 being yanked out of a fucking bed and put into a fucking prison cell where they don't have due process because they're classified as a terrorist. So they're going to take, you know, this fucking angst that they think is justified and they're going to turn that into a level of being hunted by men that are professionally and proficiently trained at fucking hunting and killing men. Like they don't go, they don't understand what they've just fucking stepped in. They really don't now from, so from my perspective, when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? This is, this is going to have a very, very specific end and a justifiable end to the fucking violence, right? It will. So, I don't know. You guys can react. How you react <laughs> yeah. how you want. Yeah.
0: I, it's, it's, I haven't really done my due diligence as far as looking at everything going on, and you can fault me for that. But, yeah, it's just it's wild because there's so many moving parts and so much misinformation. And, um, you know.
2: Well, it's so hard to get a grasp of what's going on at all. Like, all, all we're getting fed are these little social media snippets and a lot of this reposting and, and sharing that's happening is like, Man, I I don't know that I can form an opinion on this stuff is because like I don't have the full story. Like I had one half hour conversation today with the the guy that <clears throat> took yeah. that that rifle from the dude who pulled it out of the cop car and like I, that wasn't even close to enough time to get a full comprehension of the situation that was happening there. So, yeah, what was his take on that? Dude, he was so he, it was the second one. He he took he grabbed two. He snatched two yeah, from so him. in the clip, he's wearing he's got one slung and then he runs up to the guy, he's got his pistol pointed at him, and he grabs the other one. He's doing executive protection for reporters down there. And he was like, dude, I looked down the street and I just saw a sea of people coming at us and destroying shit. And he's like, I I stayed there. And like, it was, I didn't see any police officers anyway, anywhere. And within, he said it was a really short period of time. Like that, that mob was upon him. And he's like, I just had, I felt like I had to do something in that moment.
3: Yeah. Oh, thank wow. God he
1: did. Yeah. Like really thank his his God God he did his name is
3: John Kerrigy. Um, and Logan's going to have him on the uh, FRA companion show here shortly. So we'll hear a story. He's it. it it's great.
1: Yeah. And, and the, the rules of engagement are, uh, I mean, the rules of engagement are from a lot of these cities are you don't do anything. Like you just watch. You try to corral and, and you, you break contact. They don't break contact in a violent way. You just fucking leave and you let them go. You just let the sea essentially move past. And they hope that it just fucking meets a, an end through they get all their energy out destroying a bunch of stuff. I don't know if that works. I don't know if that's a philosophy that works. Like, like I said before, I I haven't really kept close tabs on it other than. Well, I'm sure it's
3: a manpower issue as well. It's, they just don't have the people for it. And until, yeah, you get the national guard there, you get the military to help with this stuff. Like there's, especially when it's popping off on every city. So you can't borrow from anybody else. I think
1: it's a logistics nightmare. Well, it, and it's interesting because it it's actually when you think about the the covid logistical issue that we were running into as well with cities couldn't borrow resources from the fed they couldn't borrow resources from other cities because it encapsulated the entire nation essentially at once and they were dealing with everything and this is somewhat similar because they're dealing with it across the nation and everybody's municipalities are essentially tapped. So they can't take resources from, you know, Illinois and bring them over to a different state. And it's, it's, it's really fucking interesting what's happening. And when I say it's not interesting from a pure curiosity standpoint, it's interesting because I don't know if, if the, the 1960s did this, did it look like this in like 1968 where, you know, the Watts, the Watts riots went down and, you know, there were riots across the United States. I, this doesn't seem as, it doesn't seem as, um, it doesn't seem like the same thing to me. It really doesn't. It It seems like you have a justifiable message and a right to be outraged, but the, violence on top of it doesn't seem to be linked. It doesn't seem to be linked in my mind.
2: Well, yeah, I think it has for sure happened, you know, during the civil rights movement,
1: Sure. But
2: I don't think that there was as much gasoline that was being poured on the fire as there is today between oh, yeah. social media, between, you know, whoever's putting bricks in there and kerosene, you know, these third party groups and God knows it could be, you know, if our Enemies were like, oh, they're weak. Let's interject some chaos into the situation and make it so
3: much worse. I mean, they have to be tickled. They have to. You, you have to think that, that our enemy countries and the leaders of those love seeing this. They, 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 they look at us right now and they go, look, their own politicians are fighting with each other. They can't agree. They're trying to kick out their own president. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do that. They're a freaking mess right now. Like, we better get our shit together. Otherwise we're gonna face something that, that that could come over from one of them
0: I think everybody just needs to get high and eat some sour patch kids and relax for a couple of days. you know what I'm saying
1: <laughs> well the stimulus checks didn't really pacify anybody did they <laughs> sure didn't like maybe if they legalized marijuana in all fifty states we could probably <laughs> I don't know if that would help I don't know like like I think you were saying it earlier maybe they just need to like do weed drops. We have a C one thirties and these things and just start, you know, low flying, kicking bales out. Like, yeah, hey, you guys just, you know, go uh, burn smoke this. some weed. <laughs> here's, burn here's, this on what, the bonfire.
0: Do you think that there's going to be a massive uptick in COVID based off of the proximity of all these protesters? Well, and- I
3: think, I think they right. sh- ABC reported this morning that there were 20,000 new cases, but there's no way to know that already. So they, the media is already shooting their shot and showing how full of shit they are because they're so impatient to try and to push this narrative out. So it's like, we're never going to know because we're, we
1: don't get real facts. I, I think that's, I think that's the most concerning thing and why I'm so apt to just tune out a lot of this because There's so much misinformation and really the misinformation, I don't know if it's directed and organized because I tend to think that way. But if we think about it from a pure logic standpoint, it's just people leaping to conclusions and then putting out information with no facts. They're just basically making these assumptive leaps and then putting out information. And then you have, you know, a group of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that will look at these things and say, well, that must be true. You know, we got, we got to do something. The the
3: same problem, Evan is politicians are doing that. Politicians are jumping the gun and pushing out information before they fact check it. And of course their constituents are going to be like, Oh, okay. He said it. I'm good. And that's why that needs to become illegal. That's, that's what I'm saying with, with these
2: little short snippets we're getting. Like we can't jump to conclusions. I'll, I'll give you an example. One of the things that I ran into over the weekend was I came, I, I follow this guy on Instagram. He's verified and he posted this video. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the one of the cops does the, the okay sign. And He's like photobombing some some of the people who are who are protesting, taking a picture, and then he turns to his partner and he's giggling, which we in the military know like that as as the gotcha symbol, right? So. <clears throat> He he's basically lighting up these cops, saying like these guys need to be punished. I was a former police officer; they they need to be removed from their positions, and it's astronomical. And I'm like, I'm um, like, how, how can he possibly come to this conclusion? It goes back to that that thing where all of a sudden the OK sign became the yeah. white power symbol, and and Rogan directly addressed this in one of the, his podcasts back in the day. And, and so I went down a rabbit hole trying to figure out what, where, where this all started and, and where the misinformation came from. And it was back in 2017, a 4chan poster was basically like, Hey, we're going to make this. We're going to say this is the white power symbol. He's just making it up. He, he had a picture of Mel Gibson next to this post that he made on 4chan. He's like, I need you guys to post this all over Twitter. Like make the left adopt this and make this thing. And it took off and it blew up. And all Go of-
3: figure. It was fortune.
2: <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's like, it's, it's scary. It's so scary how quick this disinformation can spread and be used to spread hatred to citizens of this country.
1: Yeah. But that's a super complex conversation because how do you maintain the freedom of speech? and then have these independent company owned platforms that essentially run information, you know, how do you preserve the integrity of information? They they have the button, but they, yeah, they can turn off or on whatever they want from a, you know, from essentially a command post and say, wow, this is the information we want to light up today. Here you go. I, I really think that it, we're reaching a point where social media has uh, has reached a a point where there has to be some form of civil authority that defines what they can or cannot do because they're restricting speech and they're deciding what they can restrict, right? Yeah. So, but. Yeah. In, in in their minds, maybe they're thinking, well, this is not factually correct. So they're they're censoring that information. Well, how the fuck do they know? And what gives them the authority, because there's one piece of me in that in this argument that says, well, they're a private company, they can do what they want because this is America. And then there's the other piece, which is, well, no, you have hundreds of millions of people that are using these platforms how can you have that much authority to disseminate information and affect the, the population's not only opinion and action. Yeah. yeah. They have a lot of fucking power.
0: Well, that's the hard part with social media. It has this massive power to influence and it can influence everybody in the wrong direction because I mean, most people are headline readers, you know, and they make an assumption based off of one statement rather than actually looking at the information. And we're all going to be wrong. We're all going to make incorrect statements at some point in our lives, but to, to violently pursue an opinion based off of incorrect information. It's I don't know what the answer to this is. That that That's crazy, right? I, that's wild. I don't know.
2: Well, just thinking about the monitoring that would need to take place in order
1: you – know, That's do you a monitor, problem?
2: But How do you monitor it? Because that's the other
1: issue. You <laughs> would need billions
2: of people, people. – to do this and those companies can't hire that many people. So it would need to be some sort of algorithm that looks at that type of content. And then, yeah, but then,
0: but then who decides, wow. right? That's the yeah. hard That's part. Right. And yeah. who decides? <laughs> look, look at, look at the pro second amendment community and how we've been vilified by all these social media platforms. And then you have that, that line in the sand. It's like, well, for a lot of these guys that are like, well, I have, Either I, I have to sway away from posting my opinions or I get banned and taken off a platform that provides food to my family. That's putting them, you know, a cat in a bathtub. That's a very challenging, you know, time for a lot, a lot of those guys. And, you know, we everybody gets censored. You know, the, the, it's crazy just because they just the Second Amendment. I'm like, get fucked.
1: And, and that's our right. That's our and right. And they censor it. It's our right. <laughs> We're not doing anything illegal. By going to the range, and when you look at the, the the Second Amendment community and culture in America, we're talking about tens of millions of people, and we're we're being restricted in social media platforms because private companies just disagree with our opinion, even though it's our right, which is pure insanity. It and, that's a perfect example, and I don't think people know. I.
2: This last uh, winter, when we were rerunning some old ads on Black Rifle, we, we took the Christmas Steel video and we ran that as an ad on Facebook. But in order to run that, we had to blur the rifles for that video because Facebook's algorithm picks up the shape of a rifle. And if it picks that up, it won't allow that to run. And people were like, their minds were blown that, that that thing even existed, and this this was way down the rabbit hole for us having to deal with this. And people aren't aware that that technology exists yet,
1: right? It, yeah. Well, and, and at this point, it's almost as if it's a it's it's almost a public service. Like for instance, yeah. that the internet was was invented and implemented by the taxpayer. The internet. So when you have big corporate entities in Silicon Valley that have directly profited from the taxpayer and made billions of dollars, i Honestly, combined revenue of these companies would, would go into the trillions. So we have a government funded mechanism, the internet that was invented essentially by taxpayer dollars that they've been able to manipulate and utilize for their own profit and then control freedom of speech. That is not a, a it's the ultimate the, power. It, you, you, from, from my perspective, I, I wonder like, how is that possible that you can take something that we paid for as taxpayers? You can directly profit from it and then you can restrict the same people that essentially paid for the platform. It's like <laughs> telling people that if, if the highways, if you had a, a individual company that were restricting people from using the highway that we paid for is it based a, on the, the color, color of car. truck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that would that would be the same thing. People would be fucking outraged. They'd be like, I drive a Dodge and you won't let me on the freeway or the interstate. Like I paid for that. Fuck you. Yeah. That's what they would that's what they would be saying. Well, we all know the
0: reasoning behind it. It's because it's censorship because they don't want people to know that Nearly all of firearm owners are rational people that want to take self responsibility in their own hands to protect their families. Like that, right? And
3: but we're going to come out of this population. with a different attitude, man. I mean, I, 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 already see California starting to tip. Like after all this, there's going to be a whole different attitude about the two A. I think there already is. Yeah. Hopefully, I in hope? the right direction. I hope. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I
1: mean, like I, I hope the surge in new gun owners. Creates a voting population, I hope that this has created a re- really big you know shaking wake up to the American population that one there there are times in the, that entire narrative where why do you need one that you know the police force is there to protect you, Oh really, So when the police force was being restricted to responding to certain events you know based on covid priority yep. they weren't there they weren't there to run and rush to your your to to save you in a time or a circumstance when you might need law enforcement i hope what this does is it wakes up the american population to say you know what i have to be able to take care of myself and, the, and my family priority number 1 you have to preserve our rights as american citizens and we have to fight for we do have to fight for our rights all of them and people are so easy to just capitulate and give, give away their rights in times of fear. People forget, and this is the thing that is troublesome to me, that you know, post 9-11 information collection and then the classification of, of terrorist organizations and how they can actually strip your civil liberties based on classification. They forget that we, we had eight years of a Democrat in office and he didn't roll back any of those, there was still a huge capitulation of our rights, and now we we've, we've got to try to claw back what is rightfully ours. We should never be in that situation. We should never be in that situation where we're asking the government for our rights back. They fucking work for us. Yeah. There are fucking employees. We shouldn't be going down, going, "Oh, can I have my rights back, sir?" Fuck off. Like that's 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 a that's a bullshit narrative. And every politician in America should be putting forth legislation to give back people's individual civil liberties, not fighting to take them away because they know better. Oh fuck! Yeah. If there's anything this is proven to the American population, <laughs> How these, these people these are fucking so fucking self righteous. They're so fucking dumb. They're so self consumed, ignorant. They are some of the worst people that we have collectively gathered to elect and they are not trustworthy of i would i would say they're not even trustworthy of taking care of our fucking dogs half the time let alone no. whether or not we we get our rights back from them who the fuck are they they're they're the people that we elect no this needs to be this needs to be a perfect
3: example of hey if your city was completely fucked up it's time to fire your mayor it's time to yeah. fire your governor it's time to fire your representatives guess what they're shitty at their fucking jobs
1: well, that what, what was that mayor or governor in Minnesota that was saying that people couldn't buy paint or seeds? <laughs> yeah, that, that was because, the governor.
3: Like, there's, of there's Mi- a of Michigan she, or Minnesota. She shouldn't
1: even have a driver's license. No, that, fucking, she shouldn't be allowed out. to fucking drive. That's just pure fucking stupidity. You're, you can't have paint or seeds. There's no yeah, reason no, there's you're doing no,
3: that. Th- th- those aren't necessity items. Get the fuck out of here. You're done. Like, <laughs> yeah. fire them. You can do that. Colorado yeah. did it when, the, when they tried to ban, when, when Magpul was going to pull out, they lifted up their fucking seat. Oh, they did? I didn't know that. Yeah. That when, when that, uh, I think, believe it, it was a senator. I mean, obviously the internet will tell us. Right. But, uh yeah they they fucking booted her out because so
0: gotta, were like, hey this is an opinion based show these are not all facts we're just you know yeah, I mean poor dudes chewing the do shit do, 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 do. that's what I believe four
3: dudes talking
0: Seriously. Jared, Jared and Evan are here for the rants Matt and Logan are here for the high cheekbones okay <laughs> all right,
3: fire the fucking
2: mayors <laughs> well I think yeah know, dude overall like you know looking at it across the board like we. That we have to police our own whether that's government yeah. officials law enforcement specific communities you know we had to do it in the military on a regular basis we had to we had to go in and and make sure if if there were bad apples like we take care of it ourselves and I think across the country we've got to continue to make sure that happens because one thing I haven't seen from any side or any community or or any person in this is like What is the solution to everything that's going on right now? Like, I haven't heard any theories as to how we work
3: through. But what's everybody you got to start with? What's everybody mad about all the way up to the president? He they they are executing the justice system on this guy. Nobody, nobody was on TV defending his actions saying he had a right to put the boot on his neck. He had a right to fucking do this. He had a right. So what the fuck are we arguing about? Uh, well, I think it's just the fact <laughs> that it happened. You know, I think. But we can't, we, we're never going to be able to police fucking shit bags. Like they're gonna, they're gonna sneak through. Everybody knows that.
2: Yeah. I, you know, that, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it, it is a problem, but the somebody's it's 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 you getting mad
3: solution it's you getting mad at the at the end of game of thrones and coming over to my yard and setting my fucking house on fire like what the fuck do i have to do with this because you're mad
0: (laughs) got spicy there
3: huh well i'm just saying no what is everybody mad about
0: well yeah i mean that's like the hard hard uh thing with with humanity there's 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 gonna be evil fucking shitbag ass like, in this world Matt, did but you they, see
3: john bone john bones jones like he was going out and actually asking the the young kids and and rioters like questions and he didn't even know like they were just following the fucking group did you see or did you see that i saw him going out to help fix stuff i didn't i didn't look
0: you' know, i'll look in that after this yeah
3: yeah it was wild He's like, what the fuck? You're destroying your own, the place that you live. When you fucking burn down the grocery store tomorrow, you can't go get groceries. <laughs> no, I'm so in line with that, especially, you
0: know, on the tail end of a, or not tail end, but you know, with the COVID and the yeah. economic crisis, and then you're going to burn down local businesses that probably just got open. It's like, you're just fucking yourself. You're fucking your community. And you're, you're just, this is why we can't have nice things. It's yeah. fucked up, man.
1: Well, yeah, that's a great that's a great point. Which is, these these businesses won't even have a possibility of rebounding. They won't they won't be able to rebound after this. They will not be able to recover from the economic restrictions, obviously from COVID. And then you you double down on destruction of property with you know fire and theft and all these other things. Like a lot of these guys, they're not going to recover from this. They're destroying our communities, tearing apart the the fabric of society and from what I, from what i can see that the acts of violence are i think are the most troublesome piece mm-hmm. you know pulling people out of vehicles and you know people that i i watched a video a couple days ago of a guy being pulled out of a or, or semi-truck yeah yeah like
0: well I, they you... they alluded that wasn't he trying to drive over people or something yeah, that,
2: that, oh, one that one what of, was happening did, did you that see one the, the one i sent it's you like... It's we're getting snippets of information. Yeah. yeah.
1: Gotcha. Really- well, yeah, did you you're seen, not seeing the entire thing. Like that, that
2: bridge see? was closed down. We right. didn't, We don't know how he got access to it. And you gotcha. just getting One, 30 fucking seconds of information. Like, yeah, it's awful. But like, okay, like he's running people over. They're attacking him.
1: Gotcha.
3: Did you see the one in Salt Lake? The guy got out with the recurve. Well, yeah. that guy's a I fucking see. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was like,
1: cool uh, no. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I can't
3: I, believe that he that
2: tried guy to
3: uh, I, he, he shot somebody him. with a fucking bow and arrow. Seriously? He just
2: gets what? out of the car. Sent you, I sent you the video.
3: It's in the text. I, I
2: didn't, didn't know Salt that Lake. he
1: shot somebody. Yeah. I didn't know that he but, actually shot well, somebody. He, and
2: then he, you can't tell from the video whether he actually connected with the arrow or not, but like he pulled back. And then he was just swarmed. And, and they, do a, they do an interview with him. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy's alive. But, like, his his eye was, like, completely fucked up. But it's like he's, he was obviously a crazy person. Right. And, like, it was from the moment he stepped out of his car, he, he's pulling, like, yeah, that's, that's one of those cases. Like, ah, it's fairly easy to discern what's happening here. And this person is not okay in the head.
1: Right, yeah, that's the most interesting piece. We get to see the true anger of and civil unrest that's in American society, right? You get to see it. You get to see you get to see a lot, and I think that's that's probably an eye-opening, and hopefully it's an eye-opening perspective for for people in the United States to look at this and say, "We are." not in this safe secure bubble that everybody thought 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 they were in it goes back to that preservation of you know liberty and the pursuit of happiness and the preservation of our rights it goes back to that continuous conversation and i understand you know that the protests are more about the direct oppression and unjustifiable murder i completely understand that especially when it's systematic and it's it's socioeconomic based oppression i completely understand those things and by no stretch of the imagination would i ever agree in that principle and i think here you know having a company that's 200 plus people and being in the military for as long as we have we were having that conversation which is Logan and I were having that conversation today this morning about you really don't have a a room for you know these racist tendencies that I think in some places society does because you are in the mixing pot. You have to work with people and you have to get over stereotypes and biases and ultimately work to accomplish a mission. Well, we know that it exists. We know that racism exists, but The racists are never, as far as my military experience, and I think you guys understand this too, which is like, those were the fucking outlier lunatic weirdos. They were never the fucking guys that you're like, oh yeah, hey, Dale's a fucking cool guy. It was like, no, that guy's a fucking dork and nobody wants to be around him. That was the way that they were treated. They weren't like openly fucking, yeah, hey, fucking racism.
0: No, I mean, it, that's, that's a good part about the military. I think that you learn it's, you know, I grew up in a predominantly white area in Santa Barbara and then I went to Georgia and like you meet all these diverse backgrounds and that's what makes this country so great. And you serve with black, Asian, white, everything, right? Every sexual orientation, every sex. And it's like what, what comes first is the mission and nothing else matters. And like, you know, yeah,
3: I've, I've never, I've never been getting ready to go out on a mission and seeing somebody go, Hey, I'm not going with that guy. No, you're like fucking, yeah. I, there's no know,
2: racist I'm, in a foxhole. Like, no, okay.
0: <laughs> you know what there is? There's, there's body warmth. And when you're freezing your ass off, I don't yeah. care what you look like, what you do. I'm going to cuddle with your ass. Cause it's 32 degrees. I'm getting rained on, you know, I like, hope
3: you're thick.
0: <laughs> <hope> <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's
1: so, it's so weird to me because you, and you guys remember this because we would, it's, I remember this so, so prominently this when you're going through basic training everybody's like you know shave their head and put on the uniform you don't see what oh, and yeah, how like, the person is like and then you threat. go out yeah you go out yeah. for the first time and it's so fucking weird because you you get to see for the first time what this guy or this person dresses like and what they're yeah. Yeah. and you're like, what, you're a cowboy? <laughs> it, what? You're it's buck- brilliant
0: it's, what? A, it's a brilliant case study to see how conditioned to all bring of everybody to 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 make assumptions based off of like let's just go appearance of how people dress i mean that shit's real i i i remember there's this uh e5 that i thought was super cool and i went and got drinks or whatever um and he came out in like full emo attire he had like a fake <laughs> lip ring and i was like what? Like, what? Where if I saw this dude, I would have made masses of assumptions <laughs> about who he was and pot- potentially, right? And I, I've obviously tried to learn through those things as I become adult and more mature. Um, but, right? You're all the same with the shaved head and, and, yeah. ACUs on or BD. Baggy, baggy for friggin- And, and it, <laughs> try to condition people to learn that, like, just judge people on their character and their, their behavioral patterns, not on looks, race. None of that shit matters. None of yeah. it matters. Like none I think of it that's matters. something
2: we can all agree on with within what our time in the military provided us is that shit goes right out the window. And I was looking, I was just thinking about a potential solution to this. And Evan, you mentioned mission. And it, it feels like that overall as a community of the country is just lacking in general. I was like, you know what, maybe if I, w- if I was the guy making the decisions at the top, Um, I don't think that mandatory service would be a bad idea and not necessarily military service, but making the citizens of this country do some type of service, whether that's domestic or Peace Corps, or you join the military, it forces these groups of people from different regions of the country to get together and work together and force each other to understand the cultural differences of where they come from and, That's the only place that we have that right now is in the military, even in university. That's so it it doesn't work there. It's not the same. Like it's still doesn't work, you know, but if we had these systems in place where it's like, hey, you have to serve your country. The country is going to provide for you. It'll pay for your college. You You can choose what element you want to serve in, but you have to do this if you want to be a citizen of this country.
0: Well, I think there's a portion of that. It's like, you know, a lot of people are afraid of what they don't know. And is there real racism? Yes, everywhere in the world, but it's a matter of like educating people that, that, that who they are with their skin color or their cultural background is no reflection of their character. And I think the more and more you travel the world and spend time in different states and different communities, you learn we're kind of all the fucking same, right? And then when yeah. we when we meet the assholes and the the murderers and the opportunists of the world, like criminal opportunists, those are the people we have to band together as a society, across the board, and say, guess what? You're going to jail, bitch! Right? That that's like how the system should work. And the unfortunate reality is, you know, I think a lot of cultures get painted that, you know, like we are racist or something because I'm a white male, and I, it's like it's it's very challenging for me because I think if people knew who I am on the inside. They they would see something completely different. They'd see that it's. I try to be unifying, not divisive. That's the last thing I'd ever want.
1: Well, even as a conversation, as a company, right? It's you know we've had I've had multiple people. You know, what's your opinion on this? Or you know, what are you guys doing? It's like, man, we're 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 trying to entertain, inform, and inspire. Right? This doesn't fall into any of those buckets, actually. Yep. Even the borderline rant that we have on these, these shows, it's like, don't, don't listen to me, man. Like I'm, I'm an idiot. Like at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a, I I pride myself on being a halfway, a halfway decent coffee roaster, great dad, and I've got my own opinions, but like, I'm limited just like anyone else. I don't even know why people want to know what I think about it because it's just kind of mind, mind blowing to me. They want to know. It's like okay, well, do I have an opinion? Yeah, it's one man's opinion, and I think that there's so many different things that we can be positive about that we can embrace and unify around a a single focused mission. And when we look at even how the pandemic has affected us or the business, you know, what, what did I say? Take care of yourself, take care of your family, take care of your community. You know, focus on those things and tune out, tune out of this bullshit. Yeah. You know, negative this, everybody in the internet has an opinion. Everybody. Yeah. And, There's no filter
3: anymore.
0: Yeah. It's, it's funny that you say that. Cause I'll mirror that. I think a lot of people ask my opinion on that stuff and I try to stay out of it because just because I'm on social media does not make me a fucking expert on any of this. Oh, I'm an yeah. internet satirist that served this country and if you want to know what I believe in, well, it's easy to look at black rifle because I put every ounce of energy and passion into what we're doing. It's reassimilating veterans, you know, job placement, giving back to our community. That's where my focus is. And that's where I spend all my time and energy. So to like, you know, to ask me what I think about the inner workings of this, I, I I'm a fucking idiot too. I have an online bachelor's degree. I fucking, my dog could have probably got that degree. So, you know, it, it's it, just know your sources. Right. And, we obviously have this podcast to shoot the shit and it's more for friends developing our own opinions based off of what we've seen. And, um, but we're not actioning on those, right. It's just, it's, we're we're staying true to what we believe in.
2: Yeah. And I hope people take kind of a, a step back and a conscious effort to look at the big picture. I think, you know, all of us having been to so many different places in the, in the world is, you know, a lot, a lot of Americans don't have the opportunity to do that. Like, even, even right now with, with all this craziness, with, with the riots and, and Corona, like America's a fucking wonderful place. And we yeah. know that because we've been to other places that are awful. Awful. And yeah. I would still much rather be here in this wonderful
1: country than a lot of the other <laughs> places that we've been to. Yeah. Well, yeah. great. I went, I went for a run yesterday and today, some of those places that were, you know, directly involved in, in the riots. And guess what? They're still, they, they were cleaned up. <laughs> they were they were cleaned up. People were walking their dogs. You know, they're like literally downtown right next to where it was. There's like a guy putting the baggie on his fucking hand, picking up his dog <laughs> shit the next day. And I'm yeah. thinking, okay, Hey man, we've been through worse as a country. Yeah. We're going to survive this. Yeah. You know, I think that to, to go back to Matt's point about, you know, it's, it's not important for even our opinions. It's, it's important for people to develop their own opinions, listening to people that have fact-based knowledge that are subject matter experts. You know, like we have to listen to scientists and economists and philosophers, like if there are such people involved in this and, you know, I, I, a lot of people I think they 've been discouraged from listening and trying to find facts because they 've been conditioned they've been conditioned to listen to a bunch of pseudoscience bullshit you know it's much more entertaining to listen to how maybe aliens landed on fucking Earth thirty thousand years ago and developed fucking complex civilization and how you know Atlantis might have existed that's really fucking interesting but really there's not a lot of factual evidence that backs that up. It's fun and it's entertaining and it's a lot like fiction, but there's not a lot of fact. We've, we've mapped the ocean. We understand what it looks like underneath. We have mapped it. If Atlantis existed, we'd probably fucking know. And I think a lot of people listen to a bunch of fucking pseudoscience. They don't trace facts. They don't trust scientists because they think that they're academic big head fucking bullshit. Well, you know, I emotional air, responses,
3: man. It's emotional. It, resp- yeah,
1: they're they're like dealing with emotion, and they're dealing with these like really large assumptions. Now, my cousin is, and he's my best friend for a long time. We grew up together. We're six months apart. He's a scientist. He's he's been doing DNA research his entire adult life. Like that guy is a very binary person. He deals in science all day. That's what he does. When he tells me that when he's looking and, and looking at DNA and trying to outline genetic code, when he tells me something about genetic code, I'm gonna believe him more than I'm gonna believe some fucking idiot on YouTube that has an eighth grade education <laughs> that talks about how, how Look at you know, me.
3: I made a video. Hey I fucking put this well, video on
0: and we all know Atlantis doesn't exist because if it did, I'd be fucking some mermaids,
3: dude. <laughs> <laughs> mermaids. Oh, man. Going for the mermaids. Well, wow, this has been an interesting one. Right? Yeah. yeah. We, were, we got full circle. It's, yep. It, serious there, I know. <laughs> all but, right.
0: Well, good to see you guys, man. Uh, we'll see you next time. And thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, yeah, we'll cool be